Welcome back to Bites and Beverages with Citizens First Bank. We are on episode five today, and we're going to be talking about time management. And we have some menu items here from Hunter's 2 in Fulton. So before we get started, a little information. Bites and Beverages with Citizens First Bank is a podcast created and hosted by CFB in Clinton and Comanche, Iowa, recorded here at Studio CFB. We talk about financial matters and incorporate local food and drink to feature our area eateries. My name's Carrie Donaire. I'll be your host, and now I'll have the guys introduce themselves. Hello, everybody. Hello, Carrie. How are you? I'm good. My name is Steve Clements. Been with the bank oh, 10 years or so now, <clears throat> working in the um, business lending side of, of our organization. Good afternoon. This is Evan Trincamp. Deal in our ag and commercial side of the bank. Been with the bank for seven years. Oversee our lending or loan officers. Hi, uh, Dylan Byrne. Been here oh, nine months now. I'm the newest commercial lender. So today we are being hosted by Hunters 2 in Fulton. They provided a really great menu for us. Um, I'm trying their breaded tenderloin. And I also have to share that when I went into Hunters to pick this up, it was my first time there. Um, they were super hospitable. Everything was ready when you know we wanted it to be ready. So the staff was friendly. It's a really nice place. And the bar is interesting. Has anyone seen the actual top of the bar? Yeah, yeah. So he went with the, the hunter's theme, obviously, is hunting themed. Um, so he has the top covered in camouflage. I don't know what print that would be. I'm not a hunter myself, but uh, he has a, a second location or his, his original location in Lomore has the same same type of um, bar top. I've never seen anything like it. It's really cool. It's a it's a very cool hometown bar. It really makes you feel comfortable and just like you're sitting at your own own house basement bar and having a beverage with your, your buddies. I haven't been in Hunters 2 yet. Roger gave me some crap for that last week or so, but I've been in Hunters 1. Got a nice little spot out there and uh, out in Lomore and it's just like Evan said, you know, kind of makes you feel at home just, you know, sitting around friends and just either having a bite to eat or drinking a few beers. The food is certainly good. So I know he does a lot of <clears throat> promotional things, um, tacos, um, does shrimp, shrimp boil nights, you know, the food we have here today. I went with uh, half of the chicken bacon wrap and then the um, cowboy burger was the second. I went half of that as well. So I double dipped. What are you trying, Evan? Part of the chicken bacon ranch wrap and the uh, cowboy burger, which has almost all of my favorites between beef and the dairy industry with the cheese and the onion rings and then throw some bacon on top of it and then I guess to top it all off the barbecue sauce about the only thing it's missing is a over easy egg to throw on top of it but it's definitely a good uh, good combination and different than what you're used to. I've known Roger um, the owner for for many years and one of the things he put on his menu that he personally made is what they call a belt and it's a it's a BLT uh, with an egg. Oh nice. So slide the egg in there and it calls it a belt and it's you know some people balk at it until you try it but it is it is quite good dylan what did you try i had the cowboy burger too maybe if i was you know sitting down i might throw some jalapenos on it too but that's about the only thing i would i would change on it and then i had half of the tenderloin as well which really good i'd probably throw some jalapenos on that too but yeah my uh, favorite thing about it is just you know, you walk in, it's like there's hot, fresh food, there's beers on tap, and it does feel like someone's basement that you came home after hunting or fishing or being out and about all day. They certainly wanted to make the, the food menu more restaurant-type than more just bar food. 
you know he really wanted to do it as a bar and grill and <clears throat> I think because of that that's why he's had the success in Lowmore that's why he's having the success in, in Fulton where we were lucky to be able to be fed by them today and I know they do like promotional nights too where they do tacos and like boiled shrimp and burgers and I think on Sundays they do uh, breakfast burritos as well they do uh, they do a breakfast burrito that is um, it's I mean it fills two plates it's so big so but it is uh, amazing so we're going to get into our topic today. I think time management is universal, you know, across everything. Any small business, any, you know, young professional, older professional, time management is something that you're always going to be dealing with, trying to stay on top of how you, how you tackle it for yourself personally. So Dylan, I'm going to start with you, but just a general question. What are the benefits of time management? And then if you want to talk a little bit about, you know, a time management plan, how do you get started? Yeah, I, I think if you have a good time management plan, it typically leads to more business. And then you're more focused on on key tasks too. If you have a you know a breakout of what you are going to do and um, what's most important um, for the business, you know you're more focused on that, which that kind of goes back to more business, more income. Um, you're more organized too, which that directly leads to less stress and then more time with your family and friends and your other interests. So that just kind of all goes back to being more organized. Key elements of a time management plan, I think, are having clearly defined or written goals. You know, what you want to accomplish, having short-term goals, mid-term goals, and then long-term goals, what you want to get accomplished. Um, a detailed list of tasks, basically a breakdown of each goal that you would like to accomplish. You know, it allows you to see and understand what actions you have to perform. Um, what resources are needed and how to allocate them and then you may see areas where you know you're lacking you know we need to spend more time here or or there it just kind of uh, gives you a broad sense a bigger picture I suppose I think what's important to remember is it's not just for new businesses I mean it's for businesses that have been around for years and it's vitally important for new businesses obviously to get the time management piece figured out and it's important to adjust that as they continue to grow because as you continue to grow and you have more sales and you have, you know, more customer demand and you're adding employees, all that time management piece, you know, has to be rewritten and reworked on. Uh, you can't just put it in place once, set it and forget it type of thing. I mean, it's a it's a constant battle. That's, you know, the way it is in your personal life. That's the way it is in your business life. And as a small business, you get to manage, you know, your personal life and your business at the same time. Time management is a huge part of being a business owner. You can get yourself lost pretty quickly and being on on the clock all day long, all night long, every weekend. So it's just a matter of getting that that good divide between your work and your personal side of things and um, just giving yourself that ability to step away. I mean, a big thing even for us in the banking world is just take that 15-minute step away, go for a quick walk, get your mind back on square one to, to kind of get yourself more focused. And that comes in a lot of play with that time management part is gives you the ability to really hone in on what you need to do and what is what needs to take precedence in your day and in your mind. So we've talked in past episodes about, you know, especially when you're getting started or when there's a significant change in your business, having to put in those extra hours. So obviously that's something to take in consideration too when you're managing your time being realistic about how much time you're going to put in and obviously, you know, shifting to those higher priority tasks. So Steve, that's what I wanted to ask you about is it related to time management. What's the importance of prioritizing? If you 
set a, a, a short-term goal out there to say you're going to have a million dollars in sales, if you don't manage your time, that's a logical goal depending on what your business is, um, but if you don't manage that time, you don't prioritize your, your top list of things to do, you know, you're going to fall short of that. And a lot of that maybe comes to talking with your banker as well to say, hey, this is what I want to do and, and how I'm going to get there. You know, your banker fits into those priorities, that list to say, okay, you're going to need capital or you're going to have to do this or have you thought of that. And I think in, in the end of it, you know, the same thing, how I handle my personal life and how businesses handle theirs is there's some things that you have to do. I mean, you got to wake up, you know, every morning and know that there's a top three things that you absolutely have to get done. There's a couple items that you can, you know, plan throughout the day, and then there's stuff that you know you have to follow up on. If you continue just to um, shuffle stuff around on the list, add things, um, spin your tires, you may feel like you're um, heading in the right direction, um, but you're going to get bottlenecked at some point. Um, so prioritization is really important um, with any business just because you, you have to know what tasks need to be done, and if you have the people who to delegate those tasks to, um, to keep, just keep your business um, flowing properly. You're listening to Bites and Beverages with Citizens First Bank. This is our fifth episode. We've been kind of rolling through the summer and fall with our podcast and enjoying it quite a bit here at the bank. So if you have ideas about topics or local places to eat, we would love for you to contact us. There's multiple ways on the website that you can find us. You can live chat, you can fill out the contact us form or give us a call. That's 563-243-6000. Just reach out and make your suggestions. We'd love to put your ideas in the hopper um, because we're having a lot of fun covering these topics, but we would love to hear your ideas. Absolutely. Um, The the small business um, money money smart program that we're following is has a ton of information and, and we share those links to be able to dive deeper for your personal reading and your personal growth but if there's topics that are near and dear to your heart or something you've always wondered and you know ask and we're willing to talk about anything or research further or investigate and put something that's uh, productive and useful out for the public Today we're enjoying a menu sampling from Hunter's 2 in Fulton, Illinois. I am enjoying the breaded pork tenderloin sandwich. That is one of my go-tos. I love I love all food. You guys know that. So um, it's easy to find something that I will like, but this is like super satisfying. And like we were saying earlier, I think after a day out on the hunting grounds or the out fishing or something, you can find yourself at Hunter's 2 for some of these items. And I, I think it's, I didn't have the pork loin, but I think it's your typical Midwest, you know, twice as big as the bun type of uh, pork loin. But um, they, they do such a great job with their food out there, and they generally design items that aren't, you know, just prepackaged or cut out of a bag. And The, the tenderloin is like the shape of a state. It could be any state. You might get <laughs> Texas. You don't know. But the bun <laughs> is just an accessory. It's just there on the top. It's just there for looks. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, I've had their tacos out there, and they're the same. You know, I, it's funny when I and I'm out there on a, I think it's Mondays, and someone's like, "Well, I'll do three tacos," and then they get it and they realize yeah. that they're feeding their whole family with three tacos. So they do a great job. Definitely try them. Definitely, if you haven't tried them, they they do carry out. I think they do some deliveries on some different nights as well. You know, they do try to operate as a full service restaurant. And if Sundays and burritos are your thing, then be sure to check those out because they're well worth it too. Yeah, the food's definitely good. Um, I like to see it as a as a local ag guy. The use of, I mean, relatively local products with the tenderloins and stuff being such a huge Midwest product. And, of course, the ones that are two, three times the size of the bun is definitely a Midwest staple to um, kind of put yourself on the map. And then um, 
the burger too. I mean, the burger's very good. It was cooked very well and very flavorful. All right, getting back to the topic of time management here today on Bites and Beverages with Citizens First Bank, we're going to go to Evan um, and talk a little bit about SMART goals. So the SMART concept has been around for a lot of years. Um, it's just a form of the way to do set yourself some goals, set yourself some time management um, facets to, to help you get through your day and help you get through the next six months, one year. Um, and SMART's just the acronym for how you, or what you want to do. And essentially, it's how you set up your goals as specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. So essentially, the, you just want to set down with your time management and set specific goals so you know exactly what you need to do. You need to make sure that the, they can actually be done and measurable, not just a medial task that doesn't really help you or your business at all. Attainable as anything, make sure that you can actually attain it. Don't say you're going to go and get $5 million in sales when the market doesn't is not even close to being a $5 million market. Do your research, make sure that you're making sure that those goals are attainable for yourself and for your company for the most part. And relevant, like I said, relevant to your organization, relevant to your business, relevant to your industry and your location. Where one business in on the West Coast may have better relevance to a certain area than you do in the Midwest, just make sure you're relevant to where you're actually located and what you're offering to your customers um, and time bound. Give yourself a timeline. Give yourself a time that and a time frame that you actually need to complete these goals and get to them um, because if you just keep kicking the can down the road, you're never going to attain these goals and your time management is going to suffer for it because you're always going to strive to get these goals achieved and you may never get there. Certainly remember um, that goals could be changed. You know, don't get so married to them that it, you're so absorbed that it changes the landscape of your business. I mean, business changes every day. Um, you have to be able to accept that if a goal is not obtainable or if it needs to be, if you need to redirect yourself and redo your goals, you know, make sure you're, you are adaptable because, you know, life comes at you quickly and yeah, you're ultimately going to face some adversity at some point and have to change what direction you're headed and be sure you're speak with your bankers on those things and let them help and your your financial advisors and your accountants and your attorneys because those are the people that are there to assist you. I was just going to say, it, it gets, like Steve was saying, it gets to the point of making sure it's attainable. And um, if another opportunity comes and that's a goal you want to put yourself in, if, if you have the equipment or the knowledge to do that, don't stay focused on something that may not be an attainable goal. If there's another goal or another achievement out there that could be a very profitable or very lucrative part of your business and it may be something that when you started your business you would have never dreamt was even ever going to be a part of your business model. So just a quick recap we're talking about time management the importance of acknowledging your priorities and really you know lining up your goals making sure that your goals are attainable and relevant that you're kind of tying a timeline so you're going to create that plan whether you're a new business owner whether your business has been around a long time and I love that we're talking about, you know, being able to adjust. It's not all set in stone. Be aware of your community, your market, your surroundings. So um, I wanted to also touch on today the 80-20 philosophy and how that affects time management and all these, all these plans that we're putting in place. I think with any, any business, um, you know, whether it's the bank or whether it's um, your small business or anything, the 80-20 rule is always kind of a, a staple on how to measure your efforts and the results that you receive from them. So 
the concept is 20% of your business is going to generate 80% of your results. Yeah, you got to identify your, your top 20% of your customers that are going to generate it. doesn't mean you let the other 80 go by the wayside, but it goes back to managing your time to say, where is my time best spent? And if you can identify your top 20% of the things you need to do or your customers that you need to um, tailor yourself to, you'll have much more success in life if you understand who your target should be instead of just taking every job that comes through the door because you feel you have to and you're just spending your tires and spending money. If you can identify that, you can you can balance your 80-20. You'll just have a more opportunity to be successful and to grow your business. And that just goes back to planning and, and figuring out who you want to be and how you want to get there. We were also going to touch on the importance of delegation today. Um, time management, you know, like you're just not going to take every piece of business that comes through the door. You also don't have to tackle it all yourself. So as you create your time management plan, um, do you guys want to speak a little bit about the importance of, of being able to delegate and finding those go-to resources to delegate to? I think delegation can be a very strong tool in your toolbox when it comes to time management, whether it's somebody within your same organization or if it's an outside source. If you're a person that's not big in financials and stuff like that, being able to delegate that out to a bookkeeping service or an accountant or bring somebody in that you know is good at financials and can take those over for you. I mean, because they're a huge part of your business, but they may not be the thing that's the most important to you and they may not be the top priority for you. So if they can be a top priority for somebody else to make sure that everything's running well, it, it makes that much better overall because as any small business knows, you have to wear so many hats. So if you can delegate and take some of those duties off of your plate to make your life and your time more focused on things that you feel are necessary or that the overall business needs, it just makes your life easier. It makes your employees' lives easier. And it gives people that empowerment too that they can make some decisions on behalf of the business that um, kind of gives them some ownership without actually having the ownership of the business besides. And it may take some really putting pen to paper to to say you're, you're trying to wear all these hats, you're trying to be all things to everybody, and you don't want to hire somebody. But if you can hire that person and you can relieve yourself, um, give yourself an extra five, ten hours a week to go out and find more business or target your top 20%, it all ties back to setting your goals, figuring out how you're going to achieve them, and managing your time properly. And that's how we get to having a successful business is you can't just go out and work and hope for the best. You have to have your eye on, on the ball as much as possible. And if you know where you lack, then find the support to be able to um, compensate for that. I mean, the old adage was always, if I work harder, I'll be successful. If I just keep putting in the hours, I'll continue to be successful. I'll be, make more money. Unfortunately, that's not the way the world works today. It's working smarter, not so much harder. It's making sure that you're finding all the avenues that you need to, to have to make yourself successful, not just thinking that the working 12 hours a day is going to get you there. Don't get me wrong, it can in certain instances, but a lot of times it's about delegating off those tasks to make your life easier. All right. Well, we've had a great conversation today. I hope everyone listening um, will click around a little bit, find some other episodes of the podcast to enjoy. Thank you for joining us on Bites and Beverages with Citizens First Bank a podcast on financial matters created and hosted by Citizens First Bank in Clinton and Comanche, Iowa. So thanks for tuning in today. Thanks so much to Hunters 2 and Hunters for providing these great menu items. And thanks for listening in on time management. If there's anything on this podcast that you want more speaking on or more knowledge on, feel free to reach out to any one of us or any of our employees at Citizens First Bank. We'd be happy to help you guys out with 
anything business related to make your business more successful. Um, and shout out, thanks to Roger for supplying us with our um, delicious food for the for the podcast today. Thank you.